With all the controversy around fracking, in particular its effects on air and water along the Front Range, you could easily be unaware that oil and gas drilling is happening in other parts of Colorado. An oversight that causes much consternation to people living down in the Raton Basin, a gas field that straddles the Colorado-New Mexico border where drilling activity has been high. Landowners here feel their issues with oil and gas development go largely ignored. So it might come as a welcome surprise to those homeowners who live just west of Trinidad, Colorado, to learn that they are very much on the radar of officials, all the way up to the highest levels of state government, in fact, for something very strange happening with their water. This is a story about accidents and incidents. Accidents in that an odd chemical was found in the water by chance. Incidents in that it's connected to a well-capped blowout that landed this story at the front door of John and Marilyn Dolores, about 30 miles west of Trinidad. We've been on the property since 1995, August of 1995. If a company drilling for gas near them back in 2006 hadn't damaged their water well, they wouldn't have known that somehow their water was changing. Unlike many homeowners in areas of oil and gas development, the Doloreses had baseline information proving their water was good. As a part of a settlement to that blowout incident, the company agreed to test the Doloreses well from that point forward on a regular basis. And this satisfied them until it didn't. Our tester said that there was uh, about 12 parts per billion of something that he could not identify. That's John Dolores. We're sitting at his kitchen table with him and his wife Marilyn in their home near Weston, Colorado. It's beautiful here. Their house sits in a lush meadow amidst the pine forest at the base of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. Marilyn says it's where God got started and got stuck. Rain is starting to fall as John reads from a July 2008 report he received from his hydrologist. So. He, the next time he did testing, he had the lab specifically concentrate on that chemical that was showing up, and the lab identified it as tert-butyl alcohol. You probably haven't heard of tert-butyl alcohol, or TBA, but it's in lots of things you use every day. Shampoos, nail polish, perfumes. But also in shellac, paint removers, and was a byproduct of gasoline additives. But one place it shouldn't be found, in water wells. It's something that's definitely odd. That's Andrew Ross, senior hydrogeologist at the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. It's odd in the sense that it's in products you can buy at the grocery store, but it shouldn't be underground. Ross and the Department of Health helped John and Marilyn figure out what to do next after TBA was found in their water. And we sat at this table and had a meeting about TBA. And this is what they gave us when they left. This was a draft of what their plans were. Like this one here to help us understand the body of uh, work that has been done on this subject. Uh, investigate TBA standards in other states. Investigate toxicology data for TBA in water. But the health department didn't get back to them for about 11 months, in part because officials were pulled away to deal with record flooding in northern Colorado last September. 
We looked at the toxicology. The toxicology led us to this point where we don't clearly understand what the health effects are. That lack of clarity was expressed in a letter to the Doloreses nearly a year after that meeting. The department stated that the effects on human health of TBA contaminated water are not clear, but the few studies that have been done on lab animals suggest possible harmful effects on kidney, bladder, and thyroid glands from ingestion of TBA. The letter goes on to state that the risk to the Doloreses from their well water was low, but Ross stated there is no consensus on what should be the standard for TBA contamination, leaving homeowners in Los Animas County scratching their heads as to whether their water is safe. And it still left the lingering question, how did this man-made chemical get there? In part two of our story, we explore what the Department of Health did to determine the source of the chemical, and we talk with a homeowner whose well is contaminated with TBA, and who, coincidentally, is a geologist who worked for years in the oil and gas industry. Reporting from Denver, Colorado, I'm Franny Helprin. And I'm Jamie Sudler.